Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Working Title, the podcast. This is your host, Keyshawn Rains, and today's episode is kind of unique. Last week on my birthday, June 28th, my good friend Kayla Strong decided to accept my request and give me a full-on birthday tarot card reading and we did it over Instagram live and the reason I wanted to share it on IG was because I thought it would be a really cool way for people to experience tarot through my reading and also for people to you know maybe have some questions answered about what tarot is what tarot isn't and also to hopefully reduce the stigma or maybe eliminate the stigma around the use of tarot cards for spiritual awakening or for guidance or even just for confirmation or having some questions answered about what's going on in your life what's coming what's going etc so I decided it would be cool to record the Instagram live and share the audio via the podcast. So please be gentle and forgive me if the quality of the sound is not perfect, but you know what? What is? Absolutely nothing. So I got a really great you know, message that came through this podcast and I thought that it would be awesome to be able to share the read with those of you who either weren't able to check out the Instagram live or people who just want to hear how I got read because it was absolutely amazing. So with that being said, I encourage you to get comfortable, sit back, take a couple of long, deep cleansing breaths and get ready to listen to another conversation. intrigued, interested, um, maybe even inspired enough to at least explore, not even just tarot, but to explore the parts of themselves that they typically don't, whether they do it through meditation, yoga, journaling, hiking, whatever gets you there, that they're just the way you explain the, the disconnect that often happens between the sub the conscious and the subconscious mind I love how you have like back to front because in my mind Uh they're similar it's like I'm in the front of the line I have the VIP pass and the subconscious mind is like I'm just trying to get through the crowd can you listen I'm trying to with do you hear me and it's like but that's the still small voice that's like actually maybe you shouldn't do that Uh or giving you whether it's positive encouragement or negative you know feedback it's still playing all along so I like the way that you explain as tarot is just one bridge that we can walk on or explore to be able to bring those conscious and subconscious minds closer together so they can actually have a conversation that comes through as you yeah oh my gosh I love it so much and it's like um and I love the way you said it's like a way like there's hiking there's meditation there's everything and I want to be very clear on that that this is something that I'm very passionate about. I find it useful to, for everyone that I've ever read for finds mm-hmm. it very useful, right? And it is a way, it is not the way. Right. I don't want to, you know, say that like, if you want healing, you have to right. have a tarot reading. Like, no, not at all. Right. If it's something that inspires you, then great. Um, okay, so now I want to go to the second part of why it can be super effective. Okay. So okay. this is coming from the perception and the belief, which I believe, has anyone, as we go through, like, healing and stuff like that, has anyone ever heard of, like, healing the inner child? Mm-hmm. Right? Reparenting the inner child. Right? Yeah. So, I find that why tarot can be so effective is because when you're speaking to another being, speaking to a person that's in front of you, you're speaking to, uh, like me, you're, I'm 26-year-old Kayla. So, when you're talking to me, 26-year-old Kayla is here she's present she's represented she's out here we can have this conversation about the conscious mind and subconscious mind all these different things but also who's here while you're speaking to me is two-year-old version of kayla Mm -hmm. and three-year-old version of Mm -hmm. kayla four-year-old version of kayla five-year-old version of kayla all versions of me are present all of us all the time that's right and 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 most of the time those versions of us are hanging out like in subconscious right right so belief systems that we had when we were a kid Mm -hmm. um actually are then programmed and affect our conscious mind our adult 26 year old version of kayla why it can be so effective is right now we're having a conversation and the adult versions of us maybe even to the high school version of us 
I don't understand what that means, mm-hmm. the conscious mind or subconscious mind. So tarot is something that even as the reader, whoever that is, today it's me, is speaking about what the cards mean, mm-hmm. the younger versions of us can still be a part of the conversation mm-hmm. by understanding the pictures and the right. metaphors and the story that's being told right. because kids like right. stories and can understand stories. Right. So that's why storytelling and things like that are so, so powerful. powerful. Yeah, exactly. I agree. So I find that it resonates with people more deeply because it's being able to tap in all versions of the person that's sitting in front of me, um, even if they know it or not, right? It's in the subconscious. So sometimes yep. they're just like, tell me the logical explanation of how Explain this works. Explain this to magic to, to me. Explain this magic. Exactly. What, what does this mean? I, I need the science. I love it. <laughs> I can yeah. do it all day. I talk science. I'm a Virgo. I'm like, details, let's get into the study. And there is still a part of them that's connecting to it if they are consciously aware of it or not. Right. Because that kid version of them is like, yes, picture, storytelling. Oh, my goodness. I know what they're saying. I'm understanding. Yep. And there's so much gold there in the inner child. Oh, like, yeah. that is where our gold is. And right. so much of what we really truly believe or what's, you know, that intuitive internal intuitive knowing Mm -hmm. lies lives absolutely absolutely and then the third reason is because i grew up as my inner child i grew up i love harry potter i love magic i watch i am such a fantasy kid yes yes i love it yes so if i can bring magic into my life Mm -hmm. why not not? now if that doesn't resonate with you and you think that magic is scary then just don't add that lens on tarot and right take the science right make it scientific because yes. science make is magic. everything in your life scientific. scientific give it all logical those experience. are the people the little kids that are like science fair <laughs> and i'm like mm-hmm. drama play dancing and fan. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. let's drama, play dress play. up <laughs> i don't want a science fair. run around <laughs> exactly okay so that's my little beginning spiel. I could go on and on for days, Thank but I really you. wanted to get that part in there mm-hmm. um, to just... Oh, and just like everyone, my name is Kayla Strong. I never said my name. Oh, that's uh, right. My name oh, is Kayla right. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> and I am combining my interest and study and love for tarot, um, which is one side, very the mystical, magical, uh, esoteric, but also a deep study. It's definitely a mystery school. Um, with, I also study neuro-linguistic programming, so that information, a lot about the brain and the mind and how that works, and also, um, like, the, you know, you're speaking to all parts of a person when you're speaking to them, all that also comes from my background in neuro-linguistic programming. So I'm kind of combining the two, mm-hmm. uh, to help explain what's going on, so it's not just like, sit down, you trust me? I tell you your future. I tell you your future. Pick a card, pick a card. That kind of misconception that we get from Hollywood. Right. Thank you for explaining that. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. You're welcome. What do I do? Do I pick a number? Okay, we're actually going to start with a little short meditation. Beautiful. So if you are watching and you are um, able to sit down as well, I would love for you to meditate on with us. Um, and if you cannot sit down and you're just listening, just take a moment to take a couple deep breaths and come become aware of your breath. So. So my first question for you is what was the intention that came forth? The intention that came forward was be kinder Mm. be kinder be kinder be be more kind or be it's kinder a word uh be be more kind be kinder um and then like started feeling like be kinder to yourself Keyshawn be kinder by being kinder to yourself you will automatically be able to be more kind to the world so do you have any questions or intention around what you'd like a reading on or yeah what's what would you like so yeah amazing and also happy birthday i'm so sorry don't apologize it's fine it's my birthday it's my birthday all day so it's okay (laughs) 
Cancer Mama. That's right. Happy birthday. Thank you. So amazing. And what a beautiful time to have a reading. What's been coming up for me is this concept of um, rebranding, so to speak, but more from a, this is the second chapter of my life that's about to begin or what feels like the 17th chapter, but I'm, this is a seven year for me age wise. I'm sorry. I turned 42 today. So some believe myself included that every seven years, you know, we go through another life cycle in a sense. So it feels like I'm beginning another life cycle. And so what I'm, what my questions were, were just around how much of my previous self um, do I need to bring along for this ride? Or can I just start anew, wipe the slate clean, and then, you know, just kind of be open to what's coming. So that was kind of all over the place, but <laughs> that's where I am. What do you mean by uh, wipe the slate clean? Um, you know how you know, we experience different things at different times in our lives. And when they're happening, we're kind of wondering like, why is this happening right now? How is this going to benefit me? How does it play into the bigger picture? And there's also like behaviors, personality traits, habits that you've kind of always had that have gotten you this far. But the idea of a second act feels like what's gotten me this far, got me this far. And now it's time for me to pick up some new things, you know? Um, and so I feel like wiping the slate clean would be kind of leaving some of the old behaviors, old habits, old ways of thinking um, behind, or do I need to bring any of that stuff with me? And I think the idea of wiping the slate clean is making it as though any past, you know, failures or mistakes or negative thinking, etc., literally has no place anymore. And there's not even any um, residue left over from it. So this idea to truly have a clean slate for myself feels like what I, I could be doing right now because I kind of don't have any excuses anymore not to do it. <laughs> so I don't even know if that makes any sense, but yeah. It does. Okay. It 100% makes sense. You're, it's so funny. I do the same thing where it's like, do I make sense? You're extremely articulate and like um, clear and concise. Thank you. And I'm like, yeah, definitely makes sense. You're speaking like proper English. Um, so I love that. So the reason why if I'm going to keep going in the sense mm -hmm. of like kind of also explaining what I'm doing while I'm doing it. Yes. Um, so that you understand too. So I wanted to know why, because what happens is it's not just about like, tell me my future and you just pull random cards. It's like mm -hmm. you have to have an intention or a question right. to um, harness or guide what it is. These cards are 78 cards of archetypes of human experience, mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's super broad. And if you just have like, I mean, you can pull a card just like, what's the intention for the day or what should mm -hmm. I know, right? Mm -hmm. But that's still bringing it in. Now, if we're doing a personal reading, it's like I want to mm -hmm. have a little bit of back, uh, not even background, just have a little bit of structure around like, okay, cool, what are we pulling for? And so what you just said is one, absolutely beautiful, like the perfect time to have readings is always with new beginnings and like it is that energy and we say this a lot in the spiritual community, it's like, what do I need to shed and release and let go and what does me and what can I, you know, intentionally bring more forth into my reality? Mm-hmm. It's that essence, but it's almost like a um, an even more clear and intentional way mm. of having that. Okay. And so what you just shared, what I kind of want to do a spread around is like, okay, we'll pull a couple cards of like, what do you really need to let go of? Right. What is What are things that are still really running within you, around you, in your environment? Like, it may not even be you. It could be someone in your field, like... Whatever right. that energy is, right. what is that that needs to be let go? Mm -hmm. And having like clear, like, oh, here's a card. Yes. And then also, like, what are things either that you are going to continue mm -hmm. to develop and or take with you that you've already been doing, or things that are to come? Right. 
And this is when it can be like, it's not like I'm predicting the future. Not a predict, like, no. Just there things you can look forward A possibility. To. Exactly. It's like introducing it's poss- possibilities. It's like when someone gives you directions to get to, you know, from Long Beach to Oakland. It's like, you could go this way or you could go this way. If you go this way, you might see this. You might not. It depends on how fast you're driving or what time of day. But these are just possibilities. And that's what I, I know that I can feel intuitively that, like you said, it's not a prediction. It's not a fortune telling. It's really just like a map. Like, hey, this is kind of what's out there, possibly. Um, depending on which way you choose, you'll know intuitively which one speaks to you the most, which one you know calls to you the most. And I like that you gave that clarity about everyone wants to know, like you said, once you're on a healing journey, what should I let go of? And what's, what's waiting for me on the other side? I think for me, I like how you were able to pinpoint the specific kind of areas of life. Like, what do I need to let go of in this area? What's someone like I release there? What is working? And to know for me, like the question that was kind of coming up when I was listening to that was, am I going to continue on this nomadic journey? Is this the new normal? And did I actually intend for this years ago when I said to myself in prayer and journals, when my son goes to college, this intention that the only time that I was going to feel completely okay with starting that journey to self was once my son had, you know, gotten into the next stage of his development into adulthood. So it seems like the question for me was like, am I just going to keep being a nomad? Because I kind of like it. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like it. Are you just going to be a nomad and... I mean, just the intuitive hit here is like, that's what you want. So like, yeah. <laughs> see, see, like, um, see, like, you should do that. <laughs> and, and with that, what can you release yes. to continue on that nomadic journey? Exactly. And what's going to enhance that journey? Please? Yes, exactly. Okay, so let's go ahead and do that. Okay, cool. All right. And depending on like what the reading is and what we're talking about, it's like, again, it's, like you said, it's like a spectrum of possibilities. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is still kind of broad. Some people I'll be like, no, we don't like keep having a conversation. To dig until, more. Like, yeah. It's very pinpointed. Right. Um, but I think it's fun too. Like nomadic right? Let's keep it broad. Let's keep it like, let's just see what's there for us. All right. So we'll start with, would you like to start either? Would you like to start with what do you need to let go of? And yes. then what do you have to look forward to? Or the opposite? Let's yeah. start right. with. What do I need to let go of? <laughs> What's getting tossed off the ship? <laughs> We're tossing right. stuff left and right. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So. Interesting. What is it that Kishan needs to let go of? It's a nomadic journey. They're already, I was going to pull three for each. There's already two just coming out. Okay. Okay. Three cards pulled out. I personally don't read reversals. A lot of people in tarot, they're like, okay, this card means this, and then if it comes out upside down, mm. then it means the opposite. Okay. I don't do that. Okay. But, and, when a card comes out reversed, what I do, like, it's a spectrum, right? So the card means, like, this is the shadow and this is the light. Mm. And there's a spectrum of all in between. Right. When it comes out reversed, I just make sure that I clearly show the spectrum of what that could be like oh here's the shadow aspect of that Mm -hmm. and like all of it that makes sense that makes complete sense yeah absolutely um because it's usually the message of like oh this person is either on the shadow aspect of that or they're on that and or they're moving in that direction direction. and so how can we course correct exactly yeah so three cards came out the first card was the knight of discs that looks like this okay that looks like a warrior knight person with a sword and a helmet. Hmm, like they're just returning from battle mm-hmm. of some kind. Okay. And this card came out reverse, upside down. Upside down. Okay. Then we have the then we have the chariot. Okay. Is that a seven? Or what is that? It is seven. Okay. Which is interesting. Hey, is it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're on one of your seven cycles, my friend. Yeah. And 
And this card is, do you know what Zodiac sign rules this card? No. Cancer. <laughs> of course it does. Of course. Of course it does. And then the last we have the Magus, or it's the Magician in the traditional tarot. I'm not using traditional tarot. This is the folk deck. Um, yes. Yeah. I always get the so. Magician card. I was yeah. playing you with someone. You are someone's... a Magician. I, apparently. The first and it came out upside down. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and say there's, so there's the different layers of this, right? Okay. I'm going to tell you. I can tell you what the card means and all those different things. But before we do that. When the cards fly out, I will get like a, this is when it becomes more like magical, but mm -hmm. I'll just get an intuitive hit or like a phrase. Okay. And the first one was the magician and it came out reverse. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that I thought was like, like, don't doubt your magician. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. It's like, don't like, it came out reverse and it's like, no, 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 like, this is it, but what you can release is, like, there's so much, like, I felt this, like, oh, my gosh, there's so much more vastness, and there's so much more um, alchemy that needs, that wants to be had, mm -hmm. right? But it's, like, don't, like, coming out reverse, it's kind of, like, people who don't believe that they are the magician, and, or, like, um, like, not tapping into full potential. Yes. Um, so that's the first thing that came out for this. Then when the chariot came out, I was like, wait, why should we release that? That's some good shit. <laughs> so that was my first intuitive hit. Okay. But now that I see them together, so the knight is upside down. And the knights, in this deck, there's knights, princess, queen, there's a royalty, like okay. the courts. It's very, like, royal, whatever. Yes. And they, they, they are mastery. They're like, when you get one of those cards, it's kind of like you have a mastery in a certain area. And the Knight of Discs, Discs are like pentacles. Mm -hmm. And that is the area of life that is finances, health, everything on the external world. So your body, your the desk I'm sitting at, your phone, like everything externally. Mm -hmm. um, and like the tangible manifested like physical reality, the 3D reality is okay. the disc and pentacles. Okay. So the Knight of Discs, the Knight is kind of like this... Um, The knight knows what's up. Mm. Like, he is the master of that, like, external world. He's mm. the master of, um, like, having that all set up. And not only having everything all kind of, like, set up and organized and ready to go. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was abundant and all this kind of stuff. It's also the idea that he is really hardworking. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, he, the, oh, it, his card is represented by Virgo and it is that like God is in the details. It's mm -hmm. like really understanding, like here's this huge vision that I have. And the, the knight is the card that is like, understands that he's super abundant and the master of the physical realm and also understands that it is pieces and the details that he like keeps working up. Right. And like gets to that um, level by being detailed and just keeping a steady pace. Yeah. Yes. So, mm -hmm. and that's also, it's like, it's also the harvest here. He has like the things. Okay. So it's like, he always be like, he'd be racking it in, you know, like he always is ready for the harvest, but he also represents exactly like, <laughs> Pick it all up. Ah. Ah. He's <laughs> in all the dogs, yes. all the abundance, all right? the abundance, yeah. all the time. And like with, and, and, like, the night, he's, like, not only is he just moving slow, like, not even, it doesn't even have to be slow. It's just mm -hmm. consistent. It's, like, a consistent pace. Yes. Right? Understanding that consistency will always get you there. Like, that's him. He's kind of, like, a farmer mm -hmm. slash knight that's, like, I plant these seeds and I was consistent. And that's why I get to fucking rack in all, all excuse my language, everyone, sorry. Right. I get to rack in all of the abundance all of the harvest and everything and that was upside down so for me it's kind of like the uh you mm, 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 mm. come things 
first one I would say is like releasing the dread around monotony. <laughs> because it doesn't have to be monotonous. Like the knight is not complaining that he's consistent and that he does his thing because he'd be racking in all his things. Oh, right? That's so good. So oh my god. The stigma or belief that if you are doing the same thing Mm. that it necessarily has that it's bad right and i think that's because we have the ideas in life that like you're working a nine to five you do the monotonous thing and it's like when it's not your passion but you know for me for example for me doing an instagram live and talking about tarot and stuff like that is one of the things that i really need to be consistent on right now if i keep thinking like oh if i do i'm doing i have to do this every single day and be like monotonous and i have to get on here it's like no, that's not the energy because I'm doing what I love and it needs to be paired with consistency right. with that idea of the night that's like, no, I got my abundance. I got my thing. Right. right? And then the chariot is an amazing card and it came up upright. Mm -hmm. Right. And the chariot is all about willpower. Mm. The chariot is like not only it's not just will it's willpower but because it's ruled by cancer it's also the willpower that comes and stems from emotion right it comes and stems from the water and the kind of willpower that is foundation like there's four of his little uh people i don't know they're like gargoyles and lions and stuff and then there's the four wheels and then there's the four pillars it is kind of like a very beginning card mm -hmm. sevens in numerology and also in tarot represent a very mystical magical like spiritual mm. card spiritual mm -hmm. energy yeah and then to have the fours happening here too is very much about like um foundation and how you can build a foundation from a place of emotion and from a place of <clears throat> that inner knowing and that like because like I know cancers kind of get a bad rap because we were like, oh, they just feel everything and they babies and blah, 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 blah. But their EQ, their emotional intelligence is off the fucking charts. Right? Genius. And so emotional the magician. <laughs> yeah. The, mag the magician knows that your emotions is actually what creates your reality because your emotions inform your thoughts and then your thoughts create the reality. Yes. So when I saw these two together, it's like, what can you release? It's like, if you have that energy of like willpower and you're just going to keep moving forward, but your emotions are attached to like monotony and consistency is bad, then you're just continuously moving forward with force and with willpower and with power behind you, right? Like this dude ain't playing. No, he's like, we got places to go and I'm kind of guarded on all sides. So don't even try to distract me from the direction that I'm going exactly Don't it's like it's it. the energy of like the tunnel vision like anytime yeah. i pull the chariot it's also action card it's like it's like time to get it <laughs> right yeah so but if you're holding on to this kind of like reversed you know i said i don't read reversals but the shadow aspect of the night mm -hmm. right yeah but you have this kind of energy it's like you are pumping out so much power that is being fueled by this mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you have this down. It's not like, I don't know what to do and I don't have this stuff. Like you have like amazing work ethic. You have a deep emotions. You have intuitive knowing. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, what can I release? I can release the idea that when I'm consistent, that that means that it is not good or not nomadic or not free spirited or not whatever. Exactly. Is, is that it's not to that. that monotony doesn't equal bondage yes. you know what i mean and monotony doesn't equal captivity recognizing that by implementing the consistency of a farmer who's sowing seeds so that he can nurture them so that he can harvest them when the time comes versus the farmer who's like i'm just throw these seeds out here maybe it'll rain maybe it won't and when it's because i'm not trying to be too monotonous because I'm so free-spirited, I'm just going to sprinkle some seeds over here, and I may water those, I might water those. When the harvest time comes, the farmer who is consistent is like, I got an overflow, because I see it look a little slim over there on the, on the adventurous farmer who was afraid or avoided consistency. I got so much, I have extra. 
that's what I saw when um, yeah. when you showed me the night card. And then, like you, for me, anytime, even with my oracle cards, if I if a card comes out upside down, for me, it represents that part of me that's resistant to whatever is you know represented there, and yeah. the resistance just comes from uncertainty or just plain old stubbornness because cancers are stubborn as shit we're very hard-headed so this is literally the cancer. tunnel vision yeah <laughs> don't try to distract me um but they're a cardinal sign they're the beginning of a season so they're very like nah my yeah. way to highway this is it we ain't doing that that ain't how it's we do things over here but yes <laughs> so that is those cards, which is amazing. Like you said, it's like these are things that you would like to release on this journey, but it's not even really about releasing them. It's releasing the perception of them and shifting it into like the new. And I think that's why the magician came out. It's like you are the magician, right? You are the alchemist. And it's so powerful because we all know, like I said, that like our emotions inform our thoughts. Our thoughts inform the way that we speak, the way that we communicate, and that what we put out into the world and what we think and all those things is how we create our reality and manifest and all the things, right? Mm -hmm. And the magus or the magician is the ultimate communicator, not only is the communicator of that, but as above, so below, as within, mm -hmm. so without. Mm -hmm. And so if within and what's fueling the chariot that's moving forward is that like, fear of monotony or consistency but really we know that consistency is what's going to create what it is that you want then the magician's not going to be able to like reach the full potential he's over here trying to tell these suckers like yo work together why aren't you working together my right. friend yeah. right right and like i said the two parts of the brain what i feel in these cards is kind of like this is your conscious self like you can get tunnel vision you are a hard worker you are very much willpowered you're very much like i'm a, like this is what i want i'm gonna get it mm -hmm. so it's not a lack of work ethic right right but the subconscious there's probably something there that's fearful of that kind of mastery in mm. consistency especially when it's coming to you know uh the nomadic lifestyle because there's a, a vision or a picture-esque way of what that looks like mm -hmm. but really the magician is like i'm a magician and i can create whatever that lifestyle looks like for myself right. i don't have to do it whatever way right right exactly no that makes complete sense and what was coming up for me when you were saying um what was coming up for me is the i guess the resistance to the consistency and the resistance to the monotony is if I become consistent at producing this abundant, you know, harvest, what if one day I decide I don't want to do that anymore? What if one day I decide that I don't want to harvest, uh, you know, lavender, I want to grow eucalyptus now. So I have to, in my brain, what I've been doing, the old habit is I got to just burn down this harvest of lavender so no one comes and asks me for it anymore because I'm not doing that anymore. So then I have to wait for that soil to heal, become fertile again, and then I can plant this eucalyptus. Instead of recognizing because of the magician, I'm actually just going to make a whole new piece of land over there and we'll harvest some eucalyptus there and we can continue to let the lavender do its thing is the idea of instead instead like introducing the and concept as opposed to the or concept because mm -hmm. one thing i think also about cancers about me is that we do have that rigidity that's like no it's either this or that it's it can't be both so yeah. releasing that part and saying actually we can be both a magician and an intellectual consistent you know, um, logical thinking person. We can be an adventurous magician who can go and be and do anything while also taking care of the harvest so mm -hmm. that we can continue have a, to have a place to give from. So for those both to come in reverse, it does, it's, there's, there's, a, there's, there's like, it's like, duh, Keyshawn, that's the message coming up in my head. Like, yeah, exactly. Stop trying to be less magical and go ahead and be consistent because yeah. if I look at like the, I brought like one of my notebooks that I take everywhere with me and in here, this is like a tangent. There's like big ideas. I get ideas for like random stuff in the middle of the night, like, nah, 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 let's write. magician. 
spells all over. And they just like sit there like, oh my God, we can't wait to become, you know, the thought that becomes the action, that becomes the, re- the reality, the manifestation. And a lot of times it's because I'm like, oh, you know, magic. Oh, what if it doesn't work? You know, whereas, and that's where the resistance comes from. But to be able to even visualize the magician being upright and confident and like when we did that NLP exercise a couple months ago, like that vision of self in, you know, clothing design for me on the stage, really making that global impact. It's like that has to be the magician, you know, and the chariot with the focus and the knight with the consistency. It's like to have those three all upright. That's pretty badass. So that's what I this like this energy. All these people together. Yo, like he's literally like this is the master of abundance. This is a master of emotion, willpower and foundation. And this is the master of creation and alchemy and communication. Right? So it's kind of like, um, not kind of, it is very much everything that you're saying. And so these two are like, this one's not upside down because there's something there. I think this one's upside down because there's things to be had here. Mm -hmm. And this guy, it's like, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. I don't know. I'm so funny. I'm like, why don't you ask that? What might you lose that you value when you become the master of abundance and prosperity. You know, it's interesting because the first thing that came up was like my attachment to struggle. Um, mm-hmm. Which, and then I was like, why would you value that? What's wrong with you? And the answer that I gave myself was because in your mind, you believed that in order to prosper you must struggle and recognizing that by releasing the attachment to struggle doesn't release the attachment to prosperity yeah and what came up for you when you said that which is amazing is like this okay oh yes okay the chariot Mm -hmm. loves like willpower focus like but like loves the destination, loves to, like, ride the chariot again, right? So if being in struggle has had the chariot exercising all the time and being able to ride the chariot because the hustle is the grind and you get to, like, keep going, yeah. it's like this is feeding off of that and it feels good because this is, your like, one of your natural states mm-hmm. is to be able to do that thing. But if it's attached to the struggle and... Um, like this is being fulfilled like there's almost a fulfillment with Mm -hmm. that but now it's time for the level up of like oh no i want this and all the energy that comes with this to work towards Mm -hmm. like abundance and not towards the struggle Mm because if you keep calling in more struggle like there always will be work to do right and why it's interesting is because in this deck Mm -hmm. this is the wheel of fortune okay that the um charioteer is holding. holding okay and the the Royal Fortune is all about change. Mm-hmm. It's all about like um, very drastic changes. And it seems like when I was, saw an image of he's holding it and it's spinning one way and it could be spinning in struggle. And now it's like the shifting of like, there's a big change to mm-hmm. start shifting towards fortune. Right. Like you, and this is why I can see people can become very predicting, mm-hmm. but like I'm going to predict like you have, you have fortune in your it's future, fine. you know, that kind of like vibe, <laughs> right. but it is like that. It's like it the awareness mm-hmm. that's coming from being able to see this is like, Oh no, it's going to start sh- turning the other way. Mm-hmm. And this charioteer is going to be very excited to continue the fulfillment of being able to move forward right. and keep going and have, and keep building foundations and stuff, but being supported right. with the, this kind of energy. Right. Right. All right. So with all of that, how do you feel about, we'll just pull cards of like, what is something to look forward to slash continue rocking with? Okay. Let's do it. See, and it's like, even the things we need to like go, it's like, oh no, we just need to shift. Just shift. It's like you said earlier, change the perception. If you change the perception of it, it changes. That's just... Mm, 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 mm. 
deck I believe I want to make sure that I have it correct okay. actually because sometimes that's how I roll I love Lizzo and her music is forever trapped in my mind so yeah. you know Lizzo I do not know her music other than music that I have listened to upon playlists on Spotify <laughs> uh, then upon the one or two songs that oh my gosh it makes <laughs> so happy it's good she's got good stuff she's got good stuff okay i will check it out mm, yeah that's what i thought so this card correlates with but it's not it's actually judgment okay so things that you have to look forward to um and also things that are already here for you that mm -hmm. you're gonna just recognize and that's what i mean like things that are coming is not because you don't already have them it's just like right we have everything all the time we are abundant beings it's just when we our conscious mind that fun part can recognize it right right so the first one was this this and when you look at this card I kind of want to bring, see if I can bring this light. Mm-hmm. I see. How do you feel about that? What's going on? It's blue. I noticed the blue first. It looks like there is a, like a pharaoh type person sitting in the middle, but then what's like superimposed over the person sitting in the middle is like a larger feminine looking being who is kind of like, I'm actually the one who's running the show here, even though the person who's seated looks like they're in a position of power. That's what I see. Beautiful. I love it. So again, this is not the traditional deck, okay. um, but there's so much more like symbolism and uh, uh, not more, I guess, just different symbolism in okay. these cards. So in the traditional deck, this card is judgment. Okay. And in the traditional deck, it's like this angel that's like, and that there's like dudes playing trumpets, mm -hmm. and their people are like popping out of their graves, oh, right? Okay. Like Judgment Day, like resurrection kind yes. of. Yes. Okay. And that's exactly it's resurrection. So it's this energy of a rebirth or resurrection, or yeah, less of a rebirth. There's like death is like transformation, right? And then there's like a rebirth, and then there is resurrection, right? So it is the energy of resurrection. The best part is. This middle is actually um, Osiris, and if you know the story of Isis and Osiris, Isis, with her magical, beautiful, intuitive, mystical, feminine healing powers, brought her boo, her man, back to life, yes. resurrected. So with this card, the first thing is just like, oh, you're going to have a recognition of resurrection. Okay. Um, and why I say that is because like it's ever unfolding, we're ever kind of like rebirthing and changing all this kind of stuff but like you said it's a seven cycle and because it's judgment it's the second to last okay. the last part of the deck is the world or the universe and it's like completion and then you head all the way back up to the beginning of the deck again right. this is the second to last so it's this interesting energy of like to be able to complete something you get to like have that resurrection mm -hmm. which with that become, there's a change that happens mm -hmm. with that you are a nude yes um, so that was the first card, and then the second card that flew out was the fool, which is the first card of the which whole is deck. the first card. Okay, okay. So it's interesting because it's like you're. It's not technically last card. It's like you still there's there's gonna be a, mm -hmm. a, a revelation or a resurrection of some kind mm -hmm. to have that cycle, this cycle be completed, and all this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and then you're gonna come back to the full energy, and I love the energy it's mm -hmm. actually my lesson in this lifetime I think okay because the fool talk about 
nomadic free spirit. That is the fool. The yeah. fool is like ain't worried about nothing, traveling, like has literally a small tiny bag, doesn't travel with anything. Like the fool is the energy of unlimited possibility. Mm-hmm. Unlimited energy. Mm-hmm. And it's also the cosmic joke. And when I say that, the cosmic joke is like we're all working and grinding and in the struggle and in the this and that. We take it so seriously and we get so caught up in our minds and stuff. And then that moment when we can just sit back and be like, isn't life a trip? Like I say that so much to people and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, Kayla. But it is that energy of like this this whole thing that we got going on, whatever <laughs> this is, that we have technology and we can talk to each other from like like all of it. The, the, the rabbit holes that we could get into. All of those things, isn't it just kind of weird? Isn't it just like a trip? Like, mm-hmm. isn't it just kind of funny and like, you know, mm-hmm. that's the fool. The yeah. fool is like, and since it's a trip, I'm going to go ahead and just do whatever the heck I want to do with it. Pretty much. Since life is a trip, I ain't going to trip. Cause <laughs> but like, what's Oh my gosh, can that be a meme? You <laughs> make that. Yeah. Your morning thoughts, I love them so much, but can that be one of them? Oh yeah. Okay. I'll remember that one. <laughs> yeah. First thoughts. First thoughts. Since life's a trip, I ain't going to trip. trip. That is the fool. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Ring. And then the last card is the Ten of Cups. And what does that look like? The Ten of Cups. It looks like trophies with lights pouring into them abundance it looks like overflow from the top all the way down to the bottom and then out of the bottom into the unknown so that's what i see the cup overfloweth clearly this cup is overflowing so much that it filters into nine other cups and then some and then some so exactly right abundance leftovers abundance yeah yeah. And cups represent emotions. Mm. Cups represent emotions and relationships and the internal, um, and not even dialogue, because that's still like the mind, that's swords. Mm-hmm. It's like the feeling. Mm-hmm. And as a cancer, it's like, like, that is like you, like my sister has a cancer moon. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I tell her all the time, I'm like, we, we all come into this life with different tools and skills. It's like you have like the magician, you have that tool and that skill. And um, and we come into this life getting to also learn different lessons. And every time I meet people who have any kind of cancer that's prominent, mm-hmm. for me personally, what I see, you, you know, pick it up if you want to or not. But it's not just about like, oh, they're super emotional. It's like in this lifetime, they get to learn how to harness that pure energy of feeling, which is one of the most powerful things. Right. And really learn how to harness it and use that as a platform for manifestation. Like, yes, be consistent and all this kind of stuff, but for you, it's more of a consistency in how you feel Mm -hmm. than what it is that you do. And so the monotony comes when you're just trying to do the same thing all the time, but really it's being consistent in your feelings Mm -hmm. and how you feel because for you, that is one of your ultimate superpowers Mm -hmm. that drives your chariot. Mm -hmm. And so it's being consistent here because I've seen you, I've worked with you. You are consistent when it comes to the physical manifestation. You're freaking build the website, send out the emails and all those different things. It has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. It has to do with harnessing your super powerful mm-hmm. cancer emotional integrity and emotional IQ and your emotional feeling yeah to have it cup overflow it so if you are or when you do and if you and you already are but to like that level up that next right. level right. of being consistent mm. with your cup overflow it the feeling mm-hmm. the feeling of Life's a trip, so I ain't going trip. Super nomadic, energy-free spirit. It doesn't, it's not about the physical, like, where am I going to live now? Or what mm-hmm. are the crops? It's like, it's all of those things, yeah. while at the same time, it's all happening internally. Right. So being able to keep that nomadic spirit that fuels you, it sounds like. Like, that energy, yeah. the feeling of that fuels you so much. Mm-hmm. How can I be more consistent with that and create a space where that can thrive consistently mm. yeah. and so that I can continue to reap the harvest of that feeling. 
of that abundance. Because yeah. really, at the end of the day, abundance, it is, it can be financial, and we're so, a lot of us are very stuck on that. Right. But the ultimate abundance, we know, is that inner wealth. Okay. No, I agree. I... That was one of my neighbors just came to say hi. <laughs> um, do you want to read a neighbor? Neighbor. Um, I know, girl. Yep, sure that Don't play. Um, I, wow. It's, um, it's such a trip because, I mean, you know, because life's a trip. Um, everything that you've shared so far, or that we've shared, because this is definitely a collective experience. Oh, totally. Um, it's just, it all makes so much sense, you know? And it, it, not even just like sense lens, like logically it makes so much like spiritual sense because I was talking to my partner last night about just, you know, life. And one of the things that she said, she's like, the strongest part of you is the is the most sensitive part of you. That's your strong, that's your strength. That's where your strength is drawn from is your emotions and your ability to feel and your ability to connect with other people's feelings and, you know, these empathic experiences, etc. She was like, but you try to keep it so like under wraps instead of just letting it be the powerful being that it is and embracing that that um, playful energy. You know, when you pulled out when the, the fool card came up, I thought like like a little jester doing like cartwheels or like a little kid doing cartwheels who's like, I'm free. It doesn't matter what happens because something else is going to happen later. You know, like that part of me, <laughs> that's like, it's all good. Something else is going to happen after that anyway. Anyway, exactly. So don't trip. Um, just feel the feeling is um, something that's been coming up for me again, too, oh. is the mantra. Just feel the feeling, Kishan. Just feel motherfucking feeling. You can't, like, stop trying to unfeel. It's really, like, not even possible, especially when it's a superpower. So like something like total tangent for like two seconds. One of my favorite superheroes is like the X-Men as a whole, the Marvel X-Men, because they're these quote unquote mutants who have these powers that make them different from the rest of the world. So they don't really want to show them all the time, but it turns out that that's actually their superpower that's gonna benefit so many people if they share it. Once they learn how to harvest it, not control it, but harvest it, then they become unstoppable superheroes. And so for me, this is serving as a confirmation, like you said at the very beginning, that the thing, the not the thing, but the, the element of me that needs to be unveiled and gets to be unveiled is the element that's keeping these ideas in here as opposed to getting them out there. And um, knowing that the emotion and the sensitivity because i was listening to someone who said everyone says cancers are super sensitive but they but they also assume that the word sensitive implies weak as opposed to sensitive meaning receptive i'm sensitive to energies and intuition and thought and experience and nature i'm receptive to it so i can receive it and also express it with the same intention and uh you know courage it's not something that I should be ashamed of. It's actually my superpower. So, yeah. Love it. Overflowing. You out here abundant. And the, the traditional card is one of my favorite cards. It's literally this couple, and they're like kind of like holding each other, and there's a big rainbow, and they're both like, ah! And then the cups are like lined up, and the kids are like playing and laughing and cartwheeling in the community, and everyone's just like, yeah! Like, everything's all good. It's like, it makes me so happy also just because I know you and it's like I know you know all of this mm. right it's not like I'm like I'm the guru and I'm telling you this is like no I know you know this it is a confirmation it's like the fact that you are a cancer on your birthday and the chariot came out I'm like yes and it's like it's like I feel like he's here to give you a message of like and the wheel of fortune it starts to like spin in the opposite direction um in the way that you want, in the way that you are directing it with your sensitivity, with your superpower. Right, right. And then the magician's like, yes, thank you, so I can keep doing my thing. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what I like to end readings with is, I like to end with like an oracle card or kind of like a guidance or okay. like, okay, cool, what can I do? And 
and um, or like what's a what's a mantra? I love giving mantras mm-hmm. that like connect with that. Um, so I'm gonna pull from the Moonology deck, which I just realized too that we on July second, so coming up in a couple days, is the new moon in Cancer, and it's a solar eclipse. So it's All super powerful new moon. I should just basically All just go things. stand outside and just manifest everything for everyone exactly i feel like this is the confirmation of like hey like your manifest manifestation powers are on point because you're a magician right like everything is good and here's just a little a little tweak that can be had to make sure that your manifestations are coming from a place of playfulness Mm -hmm. of relaxation of that nomadic spirit from the feeling of it, like allowing yourself to feel the feeling of it to manifest, to harness the feeling of abundance within yourself and in your life, because you're super abundant. We all are all the time. Again, it's just the recognition of it. And so it's like, this is why. Time for a break, time for a breather. One thing that we often forget to do as we move throughout our lives, throughout our day, is to breathe. So I invite you right now to allow three deep, intentional breaths to enter and exit your body. And by the time you're done, we will be ready to continue. Thank you so much for listening. right before the new moon so you could have not got a reading and still like set your intentions mm-hmm. and like with the new moon and new beginnings and everything like that see like we we get we <laughs> you know we're like mm-hmm. uh like it's gonna be monotonous and like mm-hmm. i really want to do that but like oh i gotta go like like for me i really want to start a youtube channel right and every my thing will come to here i'll be like i'm gonna start youtube and it's gonna be amazing i'm gonna teach people about tarot and it, i'm so excited and then i'm like I need to figure out where I'm going to do that. I need to get lighting. I got to make sure I got good Wi-Fi. I got to, like, set up an account and stuff. Right? That's this kind of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Go upside down. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) right? But now it's like you have the awareness of that. It's like, oh, it's not even about that. I get to be consistent in how I feel about it. Yeah. And I'm going to set my intention from that place. Mm-hmm. And then your manifestations are even more course corrected, even more like streamlined, even more beautiful. Right. Because you, I can, this card just keeps like the magician for you. It literally is like, and I'm like, okay, I heard you. I heard you. I see you. I see you. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes complete sense. And I feel what was coming up for me as I was listening was do less, feel more. And I literally started reading this book about two weeks ago called do less is literally the name of the book. Um, and it's about productivity and the correlation for women being productive and how it connects to the moon. It's a very cosmic quote unquote productivity book. But what stands out to me about what we talked about today is the idea that because all that's in me is is just it's ready to come out and to know that by making moves and manifesting from a feeling place is like my wand like almost like harry potter it's like everybody had a wand that worked for them they all had the magic but they had to choose their wand and no two wands were the same so if harry potter was using dumbledore's wand it ain't you know what i'm saying it ain't gonna vibe quite the same way so for me my wand so to speak one of my tools for manifesting is feeling an emotion and so to try to pick up another one i could try to work with it but it's probably not going to be as natural or even as authentic as my own wand that's designed for me which for me is is feeling an emotion so mm -hmm, all the feels it's like it's like use the wand please feel the feelings feel the feelings feel the feelings and i love it because i love the like do less, feel more. And for you, I want to also put into your field, it's not even about doing less. It's like you got it. It's just making sure the fuel that's yes. behind it. Right. Exactly. 
right? It's like you you've been getting it, you've been going, you doing it, you do it, and now the level up comes with just a little extra. Yeah. It's like you're moving from like a gas fuel chariot to like an electric like chariot. An electric chariot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like now you just gotta like you don't have to do so much to like go to the gas station and get the things. You just kind of like plug it plug in. it in at night. Mm. Yeah. All right. So last card. Okay. I'm going to pull a beautiful moon. I love moonology. It's a cute little deck. And so I would love to say what would be a guidance or something that Keyshawn can have to, like, encapsulate this energy. But also I want to pull one card. So I'm going to pull two to complement each other for the new moon in Cancer since it's so, like, prevalent and it's here and the energy is just, like, popping. All right. Two cards, please. So the first card, mm. so the first card is it's a time to give rather than take. Mm. New moon in Virgo. Okay. It looks like this. Um. Yeah. However, that resonates with you. It's a time to give rather than take. Yeah. And then the second one is the balsamic moon. It is a time for healing. And um, I think that, that this card connects with this card. I think there's going to be something soon mm -hmm. that's going to be like a resurrection. Usually that resurrection comes from the healing. The healing. Right. And so the, it, could, it could be this right now. And it's like, oh, this is a healing. And I can feel that in the next week or two weeks or mm -hmm. so with the energy of the new moon. Yeah. With that energy, there's going to be some some awakenings and some healing and mm -hmm. some um, beautiful, like, yeah, resurrections. Like, things that have been dormant in you are mm -hmm. going to be awakened mm -hmm. through healing. And that's how you're going to be able to, like, feel all this even more. Right now, right. we're very, like, conscious mind, right? We're very, like, we can talk and understand the concepts of all of this. Right. And then to be able to put it into practice and feel it... Um, that is a, the next level and a big part. And I feel like it's something to do with this. Because this card to me, it didn't like, it's like here, but mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what this is right mm -hmm. now. It's like, no, mm -hmm. she's going to have a resurrection. It's going to be bigger than this card reading. And it's coming. We just don't know. So when it happens, you call at me. I will. I will holler at like, you. Let me know. I will. And it's funny because when I first started reading, I used to be, <laughs> I used to be like, was that helpful? Because some people would be like, okay. And then, like, leave, and I was like, like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're like, thanks. And then not hear from them. And I'd be like, oh, no, am I not going to? Four months later, I would get, like, an email. Mm -hmm. And it would be like, yo, you know? Let me tell you. Um, yeah. And that's when it can feel like, like you know, fortune telling. But it's not that. It's just kind of right. like, this is what's here for you. And time is an illusion. So. I love it. I yeah. love that. I love that. What was coming up for me when you pulled the, the healing oracle card and paired it with the the resurrection card in my mind is what I'm seeing is um, this artist that I heard perform about a month and a half ago did a piece like a poetry slash song and the theme of the song was who will I become when the healing is done? Like who, who do I become? And so listening and experiencing this read and that card coming up is kind of like the second to the last card to the completion of this cycle is I believe what I'm feeling is the completion of the cycle is becoming that healed person you know or or becoming that new um resurrected maybe embracing some of that inner child playfulness adventure and you know transmuting that into the 42 version of myself you know yeah so uh that's pretty freaking exciting i'm so excited for you and happy birthday like this is so exciting you have a birthday and then we have a new mood it's like manifestation on point it's like your solar return all at the same time 
pretty pretty cosmic pretty freaking powerful and magical well i appreciate you so much oh my gosh i i just i can't even i can't even find words to express how much gratitude i feel for you for your presence in my life um you came in at a way whack way back time when we were both like literally different iterations of ourselves and yeah. when we reconnected last year to both step into our power a little bit more and to both step into our light a little bit more even when time and geography you know creates separation between us i feel such a keen connection to you as my sister as my sister and I'm just so grateful to be able to just be a witness to who you are becoming as you continue to dive deeper into yourself and just know that I'm I'm right here in your cheering section just loving the experience that I get to have just by knowing you. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm like, mm, you're like, I don't have words. But here's some. And then the magician, <laughs> and then the magician <laughs> comes out and is like, but I do got words. Because I, <laughs> I know some things. Thank you so much. And I feel the exact same, like, so ditto. Like, being able to walk right by each other through the journey. And even though we're at different places and stuff, being able to still feel that connection mm. is really powerful. And it's how you create community. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Cheering each other on from the sidelines. Yes. Awesome. Well, happy birthday. I'm so excited. I hope everyone who watched enjoyed, and uh, if you are interested in just learning more about tarot or wanting to get a reading for yourself or anything, hit up I'm Kayla. Here. Thank you. I'm here. Thank I you believe. so much. Have, Have a beautiful you. day. Have an amazing day. Peace. Go play. I will. I'm about to. I'm about to go jump in the pool and move those kids out the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you too. It's time to wrap this up and I just want to say very sincerely thank you. You have your choice of thousands of different podcasts that you could be listening to each day and I appreciate you for choosing this to be one of them. Right now in this moment I see the light, I see the love, the wisdom, the beauty, the prosperity, the creativity and the pure joy that shines within each of you and I bow humbly before your divinity. Namaste. Now that you've taken the time to listen to the podcast, let's stay connected. You can find me on social media at Keyshawn Rains or my website, IamSoHum.com. Check out my first book, Because I Said So, on Amazon. If you enjoy what you've heard, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. Keep looking forward. Peace. Namaste. Thank you.